Josh, this episode of Bromley Lynch is brought to you by Jealous Craig and Ballarat. Send they're looking after us and they will look after you. For buying, selling, renting any house in Ballarat, use Jealous Craig. Sam, we said when we'd get to 500 followers on Spotify and iTunes, mum would cook us our favourite meal. And guess what, Josh? I'm feeling pretty full. Why is that? Because we got there. But we don't stop here. We don't. Because we had our favourite meal, but now we want our favourite drive through yep. McDonald's. We do. Mum said she'd take us through McDonald's if we get more followers. Subscribe on iTunes. Follow on Spotify. Keep listening. Get us fed. Headstock South Melbourne. G'day. Who am I speaking to? Sorry. Kynan. G'day, Kynan. My name's Josh. I'm here with my brother, Sam, and we're currently just... Um, doing a podcast and we're just ringing around people and asking them a random question. I'm wondering if you can answer. Yeah, mate, shoot. Too easy. So I'm just wondering what your most feared animal is considering you work at pet stock. Jeez, most feared animal. Yeah. That is a good question. I think it would have to be a rat for sure. Do you know what? I'm on par with that. I'm mice. So you're going the bigger version. Why is that? Why, is, why do you fear the rat? Mate, they're just scary looking. They are. They are scary. And they're filthy. They're filthy, filthy animals. They are filthy. Agreed. Cotton, you won't be selling any rats, but thank you very much no. for coming on the podcast. No chance. Just rat sack. See you, boys. <laughs> See ya. Sam, Bromley Lynch is like the morning paper. It's got your personal column, it's got your news, and it's got your quiz, Josh. This, this is Bromley Lynch. Sam, Cotton. Yeah. Good man. That's how you answer a phone call, Sam, Josh. we wanted to know about animals. We rang pet stock, right place to call, and bang, Kaiden answered. Josh, um, something for the people listening to take home. Yeah. Just think about how you answer your phone calls. Yeah. Because it can truly make the, the person on the other end's day if you answer it in a really sprightly manner yeah. and are willing to contribute to the conversation. I've gone so far to change my voicemail. Go on. Like a couple of years ago, I heard a friend of ours voicemail when i called them and i think i was i was coming out of surgery or something i wanted i'm like rang this person because they'd rang me and called me to see how i'm going got their voicemail and it was like hello you've called ben roberts hope you have a great day i'll call you back later and instead of like the monotone like hello you've called ben roberts it was like and it lifted my spirits yeah. so it made me change my voicemail and it, you've got some compliments about your your voicemail i have some people don't like it but i don't care about them no, no, i good. only care about the people that like it no we do we do well josh oh, you have changed your voicemail and that that led me to change mine so we might as well play out each other's voicemails right now if you want to play yours G'day, you've called Josh from the Lynch. I'm able to get to the phone right now. Leave your name and number and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Have a great day. See, beautiful. That is something that I would love to listen to when I call you. <laughs> Sam, we, can we go yours? We can. G'day, you've called Sam from the Lynch. Unfortunately, can't get to the phone right now, uh, but I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Hope you have a great day. See? Sending Sam. people off. Even though they haven't been able to reach me, yeah. I've still had a little conversation with them. <laughs> exactly right. One-way conversation. But that's fine. So, Sam, message to the people. If they want to change change the vibe of the person that's calling them, change your voicemail. Absolutely. We might be onto something here. Absolutely, Josh. Change your voicemail, ladies uh, and gentlemen. Josh, a little observation I've made uh, through the week yeah. is that – oh, welcome back, by the way. Oh, you've, thank you. have come off your COVID. Uh, I've come off the COVID. Well done. Thank you. Um, now, I've got a smart TV. Yeah. It's not very smart at the moment. <laughs> uh, it's not downloading some of the apps that I want. I want Binge. Yep. Uh, I want – it's it's like not even 
some of my channels aren't working. Yeah. It's just I'm not enjoying the use of this television. Are you trying to find binge because Jenny, mum Jenny has... She's paid for the subscription. Sam, I believe that Jenny has done this so we have something more to talk about. <laughs> She's got so. us all binge and gave us all her, given us all her login yeah. for us to talk. You guys watching anything on binge lately? <laughs> yeah. uh, so I, I'm a little bit annoyed at my smart TV for, for not being too smart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's it is it is annoying. So who's the port of call there? Uh, well, I've got to I've got to work a few things out. Maybe yeah. I'll get uh, like a Apple Apple TV yeah. or something like that. But it just got me thinking. Remember the days of the old televisions? Love when it. if it wasn't going in your favour, you'd just give them a smack, <laughs> and they'd start working again. Yeah. Say if the reception was a little bit poor mm-hmm. or it was a bit fuzzy. You just give it a nice little whack and it would seem to work a treat. Not too many complications with the old TV. No. And Josh, I, rem- I thought, remember doing that. Yeah. So I went to Quora, which is uh, the like the question website that yeah. people ask weird <laughs> questions. And via Dave Marin on Marils. Quora. Yeah. A reliable source. Yeah. Uh, talking about the hitting the, the back of the television. Sometimes you just, you got a dry joint, which was a bad solder connection. They looked okay, but thermal expansion could break and connection uh, break a connection. Sometimes circuit boards cracked and, again, thermal expansion stopped the circuit. A hefty thump sometimes jiggled things back in, in for a while. Some even older TVs used valves that sat in sockets and could either work slightly loose or build up firm corrosion. A whack might adjust the valve into connecting. Do you know the only thing wrong with the whack of the TV? What? I remember being at Nan's yep. and Nan's TV would always screw up, but you'd be in bed. Yeah. You'd be in the double bed. Yeah. And you'd have to get out of the bed. Yeah. And Nan's house was old. Old. Thin walls. Cold. Cold. Like you didn't want to get any skin exposure out there. So whacking the TV was the last port of call. And it got me thinking about other things that you used to do to get items working. So, for example, the old VHS tapes. Just give them a blow. Blow on it. Blow on it. <laughs> Uh, the old tapes. Um, what do you do with those? You know, just like the recording, like yeah. the, the music tapes. Just give them a blow. Blow them. Blow. Uh, CDs, just wipe them on the T-shirt. Wipe. Seems no, no, Sam, I think it's a like a oh. get the condensation on yeah. it and then a wipe. Like a, <sighs> yeah. yeah. And old favourite, just when a computer's not working, Control-Alt-Delete. Control-Alt-Delete. Seem to fix all problems. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Josh. Yeah. You've got something for me. Sam, I've got some news. Now, we've asked Kaiden at the start of the um, the episode. you got news. Sam, I've got news. Beautiful. Okay. Sam, I've, uh, we've asked Kaiden at the start of the episode. What was your What's your biggest fear in the animal world? What did he say? Rat. I would say lots of people would think the rodents. Yeah. I'm there with him. But the reason I bring this up is because I was just looking at some news on the ABC website. And Sam, just the mouse plague preparation. Oh. So a few years ago, there was a mouse plague. Now... I can handle COVID. Yep. I can handle other plagues, I believe. Yeah, we can handle fl- financial crisis. Yeah, the mice plague is the last thing on my list. Yeah. Okay, I would not want to be... I'm I'm borderline moving out of that place. Oh. Like, I've read a story about a lady and a family having thousands of mice in their roof. Oh. Okay? Thousands. I can't even do a possum. No. Exactly right. So, Sam, they're talking about – I'm not going to get too much into the article, but they're just doing saying stuff about um, preparing for a mouse plague so we can try and stop it from happening again, okay, to farmers. Okay, farmers – This sounds sounds awfully like the emu war. 
Yeah, Sam, it this does. This is going to be the new mouthful. So this is where I've gone to, Sam. So then I got, got me thinking, and I was like curious, like, mm, where are some other places that have had overpopulation of animals? Because we always talk about extinct animals yeah. and always like wor- working towards, you know, stopping that extinction from happening. Let's celebrate the no, over... No, let's celebrate the things that are happening too often. Yeah. Okay? Go for so it. So I'm going to go for the pe- the overpopulated dog population of China. Right. Okay, Sam, not only did they put a one-child policy in, they've now got a one-dog policy. No way. Yeah, since 2011 in Shanghai, one-dog policy. One dog? Yeah. Canada. Have a guess what animal? Bear. No, not quite. Cats. Cats. Sam, cats. Canadian love cats so much. In 2011, not a good year for animals, actually, because <laughs> that's when dog owners could only have one in China. Homeless 600,000 of them were homeless in 2011 in Canada. Not big cat man. To be honest, See, I, don't I feel like, like a lot of cats are homeless. Like, they sort of don't want to be anywhere. They don't really They're do always they. roaming. Cats seem to always they be do, roaming. They are roamers. But they find a way to get home. This one surprised me, Sam. South Africa. Can I guess? Yeah. Mm, some sort of bird. No, wrong. Elephants. <laughs> Elephants. <laughs> right. Elephants, Sam. While elephant poaching is rising in many parts of Africa, not in South South Africa, my friend. Sam, there's too many. Too many. What is too many elephants? I've got no idea. Me either. Okay, so we've got Argentina. Sam, these guys, for me, when you're about to listen, you make your bed, you line it. Too many okay. Argentina, Yeah, Argentinians. <laughs> to grow its fur trade back in the day... Argentina imported a mere 50 beavers yep. from Canada in 1946. So they thought, we need more fur, okay? Let's get some beavers in. Bad idea. Since then, they've swelled to a colony of more than 200,000 and have spread to Chile, okay? Oh, no. No doubt with, you know, some people are trying to put other things in the beavers to try and get it across the oh, borders, but sure we won't that. go there. And Sam, they're just felling endless trees in their wake, okay? They're just getting rid of the trees. They can't, they can't stop them. It's like the emu war back in the they day. They can't stop them no. either. Their other solution, encourage restaurants to add beaver to the menu. Oh, no, I don't think I could do a beaver. No, I couldn't eat beaver. Last one. <laughs> India. What do you reckon? Well, you've already gone elephant. I'm going really, the Indian, re- like, tiger. You think there's Indian tigers that are overpopulated? Potentially. <laughs> you reckon? You said some stupid things, but that's right up there. <laughs> Are they nearly extinct? <laughs> Probably. Tigers seem to be extinct. India, monkeys. Okay. This is what this is the frightening one for me. This is out there with the mice when you hear this. So residents feed them for religious reasons. Yep. Who came up with that? And as a result, the monkeys are starting to behave like meth addicts. Oh. Sam, they'll do anything for their next fix of feed. So they're like a seagull around fish and chips. Sam, they are. They're like seagulls around fish and chips. But do you see seagulls attacking humans? No. So including breaking into homes and attacking people. That scares the Got sh- me thinking. I want to watch that. It's on YouTube. <laughs> Look up YouTube, monkeys attacking Indian restaurant owner. That's Sam, there's like 10 monkeys that attack this poor Indian restaurant owner. Mob. A mob Sam, of it's monkeys. A, it was a gang up. Yeah. Like it was a gang up. I think that would be right up there as the scariest animal that I get gets off overpopulated. The only thing, the reason for that, I believe, is because of the brain of the monkey. That's what they're, I'm thinking. They're, they're smart, very smart, yeah. high IQ. Sam, they like block two of them, block the door yeah. off, 
Yeah. And then like three ambushed him from the side and yeah. then there was a couple of mates waiting for him around the corner. <laughs> so they had like a colonel that devised <laughs> a, an, was, an invasion. There was a colonel at the back saying, attack. Yeah, monkeys. Attack now. From the right flank. Sam, they're about to open the restaurant doors and then they open the restaurant doors and they looks like they've snuck in to go get the food. Oh. So Sam, they haven't just done, like they, they haven't executed. They've, they've actually made a plan. They have. But then they've executed on that plan. Like footy teams... Teams from all over should be should be taking away some stuff from the, these Indian monkeys. Josh, David Rush, for those that are, are listening for the first time and have heard, have never heard the name David Rush, he's a bit of an icon. He's an icon uh, for the Bromley Lynch. I think we love him. We do, we do love him. He's a his mission in life. It seems to be is uh, to to break every Guinness World Record. On planet Earth, yeah, uh, he's at it again. He's done it in the last week. He has balanced a chainsaw on his head. <laughs> How long for Josh? Chainsaw, big chainsaw. It's like a medium-sized chainsaw. How how long do you think he balanced? Is he standing flat-footed? He's standing. Five minutes. No, Josh. He's thirty-one minutes. Thirty-one minutes. Quarter of footy. Yeah, he, he he went to thirty-one minutes with a b- chainsaw on his head. Now the reason he did it, Josh, is because someone had pre- had broken his previous record. Yeah, and he the previous record was about seven. Like he said it about six something, I believe. Yeah. Then the next person said it about seven, and yeah. he just thought, nah. I'm not having any of that, and they're not going to win again. I'm going to 31 minutes. Sam, I want this man. I want this man. I want to talk to him. I want to get inside the brain of David Rush. We want to know. It's all well and good. We're talking about him, yeah. But we've talked about him enough. Yeah. Like, when can we get to know this man, Josh? It's in the works. So, for those listening and want to know more about David Rush, we are hoping to get the Rushman on the podcast and just ask him why. Ask him his thought process, what it takes to break these records, and potentially maybe ask him one of the records that he thinks that we can go after. Sam, do you reckon he'll feel like he doesn't? Do you reckon he'll go after the, the record that he knows? Will he tell us the record that he knows he'll break soon? Yeah, probably. So then we could break it and then he'll just come we'll, over the top with one, glory. One that he's probably in training for at the moment. Oh, he'll probably he must have too. a busy schedule. Busy schedule. Chainsaws, marshmallows. I saw a marshmallow one the other day. Speaking of busy schedules, Josh, yeah. this episode is a busy schedule. Yeah. And we're about to do the quiz with the lovely Samantha Andrew. Beautiful, beautiful Samantha Andrew. Sam, we're rich. We've <laughs> we're got a sponsor. So what do you do when you're rich and you've got a sponsor? You buy a house. We think about buying a house. Yeah. And Sam, how are we going to think about buying a house and who are we going to go to? Well, Josh, we're from Ballarat originally. Yeah. Okay, and we would love to buy a house in Ballarat. Yeah. And the only people I would go to in Ballarat are Jealous Craig. Sam, why are they called Jealous Craig? Because everyone's bloody jealous of them, Josh. Yeah. And are you gonna are you going to be talking to a bloke called Craig? Uh, potentially. Yeah. But there's also some great people like Matt. Yeah. Down there, at Jealous Craig. They'll look after you. And Sam, now that we're rich, they might they'll look, look after us. Do you reckon? What do you reckon? House around the lake? The lake is like the tour rack of <laughs> Ballarat. Yeah. That everyone wants a house on the lake. Yeah. And I think Jealous Craig can get us there, Josh. Get the Bromley Lynch a house in Ballarat on the lake. So for all your property needs, please support the team that supports us. Jealous Craig Ballarat. Jealous Craig. How good is this? Now we've got we've had a number of people come in and, and join us for the quiz, but we're thrilled to have Samantha Andrew, the creative genius here today. Samantha, how are you? I'm good. I'm a creative genius. Am I good at general knowledge? <laughs> Probably not. So we will see. That's, I'm good though. That's all right. So for people who might not know who yes. you are, tell us, you know, 
Give us an introduction to yourself. I know that you love TikTok and you're big on TikTok. Yep. But tell us a bit about yourself and how that came to be. Yes. So before being an online content creator and selling my soul to the TikTok gods, (laughs) I was – I'm a writer and performer and – look, I say cabaret artist but I'm really not like cabaret artist. I don't stand – and like have a twinkly piano backing me as I like sing songs about life. I, but I write <laughs> cabaret shows about silly, dumb things like growing up in primary school in the early 2000s. So I have a cabaret called No Hat, No Play. The cabaret, I have a cabaret called Shitwrecked, which is touring at the moment, which is about two girls that are on the spirit of Tasmania, but they think they're on a party cruise and they like <laughs> rock up with all this Ritalin and they're like, we're ready to party. And they're like, this is a bob to Launceston. Yes. Get out of here. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I write comedy shows, love writing fun music. Um, I guess I'm a musical comedian and then started doing TikToks during the pandemic to pass the time and then <laughs> started to go a bit viral and I love attention. So I went, well, I'll just I'll just keep going. You love attention? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, you're in the right place. You're in the right place. Oh, good. Sam and I love attention. Yeah, good. Yeah. Okay, great. All eyes on us. <laughs> yeah. That's what we want. Beautiful. Those TikTok algorithms, because I've just jumped on the TikTok yeah. bandwagon this year. And I would love to know the minutes that I have wasted just scrolling Not, through the TikToks. It's truly. Yeah, yeah, The yeah. algorithm-like accuracy is unreal. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. I feel like I'm I'm lucky in the sense of I don't get a lot of hate because I think the people that my stuff gets pushed to love it, but I do get some random comments. I got this one comment from this. So I did this. Sorry to go on a tangent. No, no, I did this um, song uh, playing this girl called Sienna P, who's the choir captain of, and she's in Year Nine, and she sings a song about rapid antigen tests. This was when you couldn't get them, and I did it to the theme of Halo's Beyonce, and I was like, "Look at those rapid tests," and it was just it was stupid. And I used a green screen of like a high school background behind me, and this twelve year old boy commented, and he's like, "Don't believe a word she says. <laughs> she's not." In your nine. <laughs> that is a green screen. And I was like, and then I responded, and I was like, I'm actually in your nine, and this like performance was being graded. Can you not? And he's like, Oh, I'm re- oh, I'm sorry. And like just full I was like, what do you mean? Of course this is a green screen. I'm a 27-year-old woman filming in my house in East Melbourne. I'm obviously not at high school. <laughs> do, do you ever have moments when you're doing these TikToks and you just think of yourself watching yourself doing that and think, oh my God. Here I am. Here I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that. Did you – so a lot of your content is Mm. derived from school days. Is that right? And everything that you're creating, is that because you can easily draw upon it, do you think? I think so and I think it – It's a funny stuff. It does well. I think it's – you know, sometimes I will chuck a few school stuff in there because people have to be like, I went to school. I had a teacher. I get that. And so then they love it. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, but I, I didn't post a lot of school content when I was writing No Hat, No Play because that's all school-related. So yeah. I, like, kind of held on to that yeah, for a while. Yeah, you got it. But, um, but, yeah. Amazing. Amazing. So we've seen you pop up on Instagram, Lady, with uh, on lately on the Batuta Advocate. Oh. Can you tell us a bit of your time with uh, the Batuta Advocate? Great. Uh, it was fleeting, um, but it was fun. So I know them because my agency, Born Bread, are very, like, I think that they're with the same kind of agency or they all kind of work in the same space. Anyway, yeah. so they were like, the Batuta boys want to meet you. And I was like, what? Because I have been obsessed with Batuta for yonks. I love yeah. them so much. And all, I, I don't have much to do with them. I went to meet them and I was like, hi, I love you. And then we got a photo and then we had like a very quick chat and I might catch up with them next time I'm in Sydney. 
But but that's it. But I think they're fucking geniuses. They are geniuses. Oh, those – it's so good. And I got to see like the behind the scenes of like all of the the headlines that they like write and mock up. Because my friend from Sydney was like, oh, I know two of the boys that do it. And apparently they used to like all just sit in a shed and like call out like headline ideas and then write them down if they're funny. But now they have like a full office and a – Full time. F- full office. Yeah. And they're, they've got their like podcast and they're, they're doing really – Aren't cool they? Things. They've really rode the, the wave of technology and getting their the content out there in a different way. Yeah, yeah, they? yeah. Like you're doing. Thank you. With two hundred and seventy eight thousand TikTok followers, mind you. When you did your mm. first one, mm. did you think? Did you have like a goal to get many followers, or was this just an outlet for you? Yeah. So the first few, I was nutty and I baited everyone with my boyfriend because yeah. he's hot, and I was like. Here is my shirtless boyfriend. And everyone's like, oh, my God, I'm obsessed. And so then I got like, I don't know, like 100 followers from that. But obviously I wasn't going to just do that for the rest of my life. I had no plans on going viral. I was truly just using it to like pass the time during the pandemic. And then I posted my first video, which was shopping with your friends when you're 12. And I actually, I, I like to think I was like, oh, my God, what a sliding door moment. But that was originally written as what your coloured country road bag would say about you in like the early 2000s. <laughs> and I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to do a listicle. Maybe I'll like act out with my country road bag, like being at Chadston. What and then colour that, were you? I was, thank you so much for asking. I was pastel pink. <laughs> nice. But I swapped with my friend Brigitte Lanters and we swapped straps. So I was pastel pink. With a black strap. Oh, that, was a, that was a bit of a boss move. And then I had a badge on it that said, love your trams. And that's oh. on Melbourne. Um, so, yeah. That, did you have a country road? I had a navy one. Yeah, great. Um, but I broke my main strap. So, uh, and I what is a country went, road bag but without her no, strap? No, but I, always, so I just went the handheld straps. Yeah. So, I no. was, um, was it like mustardy? Oh, you I had like, like, almost like a beige. beige. Yeah, yeah. Nice. beige. What does that say about me? I don't Dude, know. Boring, I think. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's I think that's classy. Beige is classy. But we never thought to swap the straps. No. Oh, I, could have had, swap I should the have straps. had a blue strap and yeah, you should yeah, have yeah. had a beige strap, Sam. That it's would have really iconic to, to me as well that we used to I don't know if you were both the same. I would put like one diary in it and that would be it. And I'd just like take it around <laughs> this gaping big country road bag whilst I was like marching and around like, Chadston. The thing about a country road bag, it's either Overfilled or not full enough. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. yeah. It's like sort not a bad size. <laughs> it's actually not the greatest invention in terms of like utilizing the depths of the bag. I agree. That's that's a weird one. I agree. Um, Samantha, June. Yes. So June is, is Pride Month. Yeah. What does Pride Month mean to you? Yeah, I think bizarrely Pride Month means everything and nothing all at once. Yeah. I, you know, as a queer person, I it's a really exciting time for me to connect with my queer friends and reflect on how far we've come within society and how we are slowly becoming just so much more accepted and ingrained into like the norm, which I mm. love. Um, it's a time to really like support queer, like queer content creators, queer filmmakers, queer music makers, queer chefs, and just like spend a whole lot of money and give a whole lot of love to these organisations. It's also a great time to call out corporations that are guilty of pinkwashing or like rainbow capitalism. Um, And I think being wary of those brands, and I get a lot of brands during Pride Month that are like, we love Sam and we love Pride. And I was like, since when? Do you know what I mean? And I think it's really easy for for queer content creators to be kind of caught in a trap during yeah. Pride Month by these by these brands that haven't really shown up for queer people until like the month of June. But I love Pride Month and 
I love all the memes and excuses that people make online being like, it's Pride Month, I'm gay, move out of my way. But like, <laughs> I'm also, you know, being queer doesn't define me. It's just like one kind of part of, of who I am. But yeah, I hope that answers your question. That's beautiful. That's beautifully. Thank you. Um, now, we're talking, you were talking then about, and your creation is a music... Music, creative, you yep. know, cabaret, yep. broad, oh, Broadway, oh, Broadway. Broadway's the dream. Yes. So, yes. Yeah. So what was that influence and how did that yep. happen? Like I'm, yeah. I dare say it might be in family or friends or you yep. did drama as a student at school. Yeah, I was always a class clown and I was always theatrical and I loved singing from like quite simply as soon as I could talk I was singing. And my parents were like, I was always singing around the house when I was five and they're like, shut the fuck up. So they put me in a <laughs> choir, in a children's choir, the Qantas like Australian Girls Choir. Oh, I don't what? know if you're familiar with that. I was in this Still Call Australia home ad. Oh, wow. 09. That- I was in the final shot. They still call Australia home plane. That was me. Far, far back. So far back that I didn't even wear a real Qantas shirt. I wore a white button-up polo from Big W, but, but I'm not salty about it. With your country ride bag. With my country. Yeah. <laughs> with my singular diary that's like, dear diary, today yeah. on the ad we filmed one shot and what a shot it was. No, I- <laughs> Ten so, hours. Yeah. <laughs> super theatrical, loved musicals, loved Broadway, like grew up watching Glee, being obsessed just <sighs> with like everything, you know, music theatre. And then- I was like, okay, well, what am I going to do when I go to uni? And I had always had a plan to do music theatre. And I was like, I'm going to do music theatre. And then I was like, I can't dance. And then started learning dance way too late. And I was like, no, I'm not doing this. So then I went and did jazz voice, which was very like serious. And it was very like, we're going to talk about the foundations of jazz and like John Coltrane and Miles Davis. And I was like, (laughs) cool, when can we write funny songs? And they were like, (laughs) no. Um, So it was a very serious degree. And then I was like, nah, I'm just going to – I had like a kind of moment in one of my improvisation classes um, where – because my degree was like wanky, like let's not beat around the bush. Like people would come in and improvise on a guitar on one note for 25 minutes and be like, let's see how many ways I can make this A flat. Let's go on a – sound a bit different. Let's go on a journey. And I was like, Christ. Um, So – and we did one of those and we did an improv class where it was like you bring in a concept and then you improvise and everyone comes in with like, I'm going to improvise the sound of my heartbeat. I'm like, go off drummer. I'm going to improvise to this. I come in, I'm like, I'm going to improvise a musical. And they're like, what? And I was like, I just – I'm just going to like make it up. And I'll just play all the characters and I'm just going to do it now. So I really tried to bring music theatre wow. in to my degree. And they're like, fuck off. Yeah. Like, this is you're, jazz. You're the rogue student. I'm yes. the rogue student. And then I just started writing comedy. So straight after uni, I got approached by two of my friends, Eddie and Belle. And they were like, hey, we want to write a cabaret about being a bisexual woman. And we don't know how to write, like, the music. Are you in? And I was like, yes. Yes. And then we did it and then we toured and it like sold out and we got all these awards and then I was like, well, I'm just like not going to stop. And then I wrote Know How to Play and then that got awards and then, and then now shit wrecked. And and you've done a stage it. show. Is it called Scene? Scene? No. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. I watched it. Oh, my God. On YouTube. Did you really? That's like from the depths of 2017. Was it? That's iconic that you've... That was really good. Thank you good. for watching my acapella mini musical. No, I, I really enjoyed it. It was very funny. <laughs> 
you no, but, like for all the listeners now, you should go. And, oh, we'll put a little link. Oh up my god! Later on. No, <laughs> not twenty seven. It was brilliant. That's it really, really was. kind. So, what was the premise of that? Oh, okay. So this technology. is yeah, twenty seventeen. Yeah, it was about being left on red that, on Facebook Messenger, right. yeah. and I was, was like, I'm just going to turn it into like a mini musical. This is not to be like I've got a bit of work out there, but that is twenty seventeen. I have grown a lot as a composer, but I really love that you enjoyed it because that's very me, just like. No, it was Very funny, serious, like silly. really funny. Going back to my choral roots, fun harmonies and So stuff. obviously you have a bit of experience in the area of theatrics and acting, yep. musicals. Yeah. Now I stumbled across, well last week Josh was away with COVID and yep. myself and the producer Sam uh, over there was – Filling in. He was the understudy for Josh. <laughs> and um, we're talking about Josh being a, a double threat. Yep. Uh, would you say that you're a triple threat? No. no. I no. I'm a I'm a double and a half. I can <laughs> I can move, which any dance would be like, get actually fucked. I can semi-dance. Like I dance in my shows, but it's like step click, step click, twist, twist, okay. yep. bob, not jeté. Now I, w- I would say Sorry. that I am probably a double threat. Okay. Self-proclaimed. Self-proclaimed double yep. threat. This is Sam speaking, by the way. <laughs> um, I think I can hit, hit a note if I have to. Yep. Um, not great. Yep. And I, I, I think I can dance. Yeah, right. But can I act? That's the question. Yeah. Now, yeah. We, we went to the depths of the archives. Now, Josh and I were very curly-headed twins, small, growing up. An acting agency's... Biggest. I love them. Yeah, dream. I love them. Yep. And mum would do anything in her power to make sure that her sons were seen on screen. Um, Beautiful. Did we love really stage mum. She sold her soul. Stage mum. Yeah. Is there a show, dance mums? Yeah. I'm, yeah. Familiar, with mum, dance. I'm mum familiar with Tolls would, and Tiaras. I know them all well. Mum yes. was teetering on the edge. Yeah. Of yeah. Right. Being in that show. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> we would constantly be on the highway going down to. Uh, acting auditions and yeah, whatnot. No wonder and we're shocking at science and math. So half the time we're out of school, <laughs> yeah. driving to Melbourne, and it was generally just tail between your legs afterwards and a Macca's <laughs> drive through on the way home. Perfect. But one day I I nailed an audition. He, he yep, got, he got one. I got <gasps> one. And Josh would have gone for the exact same role. So you I, did go moralising. I pipped Josh yeah. out. Now <laughs> what I will say, this is about fifteen years ago now. So yep. I was probably, oh geez, it might be even longer. Ago. No, I reckon, yeah, you're 10 and And it was for an ice cream company. Yep. They were doing some new icy poles called Thumbsticks. Yep. Um, <laughs> and to, to describe the ad to people listening is I'm sitting on a park bench by myself in a shocking kit mm-hmm. and a very, like, early 2000s kit yep. uh, in a very leafy sort of playground area and I've got this moulded – Hand that I spent days coming down to Melbourne to get molded for yeah. the the shoot, and the thumbsticks attached sort, to sort of thing attached to your thumb. Right. So the the premise of the ad was to have five thumbs, so you could have five thumbsticks on your hand all at the one ones. time. Yep. Um. So I'm just d- describing it to the people at home. Yeah. Uh, thumbsticks, thumb by the way, are an icy pole. Which so it's, you don't see anymore, so obviously the ad hasn't worked. Didn't, didn't yeah. catch on. But as you <laughs> can see, I, I'm sort of doing the voiceover in the ad as well. Yeah. And okay. these ten kids come and grab the icy poles off my fingers. Now, I want you to critique, critique the ad, okay. if you will. Done. All right. So All right. Here, here's the beginning of the ad. Let's have a look. Okay. And critique away yeah. while we go. While we as go. we go. Yeah. 
Curly hair. Yep, beautiful curly hair. Oh, good eye acting. Yeah, thank you. Good wobbly finger. Great. Oh, Sam, I like the, the expressions that you're giving. Same. Thumbsticks oh. are so cool. You wish you had five thumbs. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, okay, some great eye acting. Oh, beautiful. We love a head tilt. Peter's thumbsticks. Thumbsticks. Just magic. Oh, beautiful. Thoughts on the voiceover The vo- well. The voiceover was the favourite for me. It was yep. so just like cute little Aussie bubba. Yeah, it, it was. Ice cream. And yep. and you talked about ooh, oh you talked you talked about the eye movement that was something I really <laughs> went home that day and I thought my eye movement was great I agree. but it's bloody hard for a, how old were you there I would have been, been 10. ten for a ten year old for a director in a studio to go for the audition right can you just imagine you're eating an ice cream now because like to be a kid and to give range in emotion when you're not having any lines to say is hard it's even hard as an adult. It is. Um, it's extremely I'm impressed. Hard. And there was a lot of pressure, a lot of crew that day. There was, <laughs> yeah. you know, a big budget at Peter's. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it was all, pressure was on me. So so triple threat or still double threat? No, I think that is good acting. Double and a half. And you weren't just a kid sitting on a park bench that's like, I've got a good head of hair. Yeah. I was like there was there was a bit more there to was, it. There was some it was the voiceover for uh, me though. McConaughey, get off it. <laughs> Shall we do the quiz? Sam, we, right. we should do the quiz. Samantha, how the quiz works, we've yep. had people in. We've had Ryan Shelton, Nick Butler, Chloe Malloy. We've had a few people in. Yeah. Now, it's out of 10 all up, 10 questions. Now, we work together okay. because we love collaboration mm-hmm. here. Uh, we love working as a team. Yeah. Okay. So, we, one of us will read out the question. We'll have a little talk about it. Don't worry if you don't know the answer. We can we can talk it through. Sweet. Okay. Uh, the, t- the most amount of... Marks or marks, I'm talking like a teacher. The, the, the highest score yep. is an eight, yep. I believe, and then the lowest was t- two. Two, okay. Yeah. Right. What are you aiming for? Fuck. Six. Great. Let's do it. Yep. Question one. Yep. yep. Affairs that are current. Yep. The Logie Awards happened last week. Who won the 2022 Gold Logie Award for most popular personality on Australian television buzz buzz um is it it's pretty obvious isn't it's, it it's pretty obvious hamish blake well, oh did he i believe it i believe that also because i was on the plane to sydney and i overheard this couple next to me and this lady goes to her husband oh look at this hamish blake won the gold loki uh, and her husband goes what a fuck we do <laughs> and i was like that is the first time i've ever heard anyone that the speak, first one anyone's speak ill of you? lego master's daddy like How what do you, you mean? actually yeah, he goes, oh, what him. a, what a we need, fuck wish. There needs to be a discussion about that man's welfare. Uh, <laughs> yeah, seriously. It's, yeah, it's Affairs that are current, correct. Well okay, done. We are one from one. One more and then we're at least the bottom yeah. of the yeah, heart. Question okay. two. What is the winter solstice? Solstice? Yeah. What's a solstice? <laughs> I think <laughs> I can help you. I, I think we can help you, help you here. Is this sport related? No, no. no it's no. it's earth related. Yeah. So I believe the winter solstice mm-hmm. is uh, like it's the last shorter. week was the sh- one of the short was the shortest day of the year, yep. which means that every day from then on is becoming longer. Yep. So it means the sun is furthest away from the earth. Yep. yep. I believe, or our part of the yep. earth. Do you want to go with that? Shortest day of the year. Yep. Yep. From the southern hemisphere. The winter solstice is the day with the shortest period of daylight, the longest night of the year. Yep. I'm going, yes, we got that. Well done, Definitely. Sam. Good job. We're on two. Two. Affairs that are current, Sam, you go for it. Question three. 
Which American singer? This could be. This could be good. Oh Christ! Released okay. a new song titled "Break My Soul" from her upcoming album Renaissance. Renaissance. Is it Rihanna? Mm, Rena- Renaissance. You know what? Rihanna I, hasn't had music in Yonks. Though, I feel right? like this is. I was scrolling through Twitter oh. the other day, and I feel like it's Queen B. I think it's Beyonce. I have She's a let feeling me down before in a question. I feel like it's Beyonce. Renaissance. It's also Beyonce's Renaissance. Because Beyonce's recently dropped that she's got a new album yeah. coming, right? Yeah. Which American singer released a song titled Break My Soul? Because I was thinking of Demi Lovato has a recent album artwork that's come out where they're lying in like a bath and it's meant to be kind of gothic and no, that's not What it. would you like to go with? I don't think it's Rihanna because she hasn't released music in a fucking hot minute. Okay. But... Beyonce is releasing music. But is this song already released? This one song. So I dare say they've released it and then... It's like, a drip feed. It's a drip feed. It's a drip... Oh, it's yeah. got, well, then it's got to be Beyonce. Yeah, because, let's yeah, go, let's Beyonce. go Beyonce. Hot. Well done. It, Correct. We got Beyonce. It. Re- Reons- Renaissance. Renaissance is her <laughs> first album in six years. Correct. Hello. Hello. Isn't that what you sung? Yeah. Look at those rap <laughs> tests. Yeah. <laughs> Baby, they're not oh, in the shower yeah. house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Entertainment, art and sport. <laughs> Question four. Can you name the famous person based on the first paragraph of their Wikipedia okay. page? Oh, we love this. All right, this is cool. So, born Melanie Elizabeth Bounds, 2nd of March, 1980. Mm. Is an Australian actress, comedian, writer, singer and producer. After graduating... Samantha Andrew. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> After graduating from the Australian Theatre for Young People in 03, she began appearing as Tula in the SBS comedy series Pizza. Oh. And later appeared in the sketch comedy series The Wedge. She wrote, produced, yeah. and starred in the musical comedy series yeah, Bogan Pride. Yeah. Shortly after moving to the United States, she appeared in the comedy film. Gosh, I think Samantha knows it. Know. Yeah, but I'm just giving now. No, people no, no, a, that's all right. Li- oh, we're giving people a chance. Yeah. To yeah, yeah. Film Bridesmaids, a few best men, both in 2011. Now, what do you? you? Yeah. I think you might know that. I answer. do know. And she recently got gaslit by the Sydney Morning Herald to come out, Rebel Wilson. That's unlikely. Yeah. 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 Rebel Wilson. Rebel Wilson. Her, her parents are professional dog handlers. Really? Wow. Yes. And doesn't those, don't all her siblings have really random names as well? Uh, possibly. I mean, if you're naming one child Rebel, Rebel. you're going to have cool. some, yeah. some different names. Um, A-Z-Y-P, yeah, Australian Bridesmaids, one of the funniest movies yeah. I've ever seen When yeah. they do that scene with <laughs> the toilet In the, in the toilet oh. yeah, that is. That's all time And I've heard that when she's on set The director will just be like So much of the stuff that they get of her is improv oh, Like she just will They'll just keep the camera rolling And just pick up all of these funny things that she says Improv, yeah. hilarious Are we four from four? Yeah I think we're four from four. Holy Entertainment, sh- holy uh, shit, four. Samantha, we're four from four. Four from four. Which of these songs has the most listens on Spotify? Halo, Beyonce. Yep. That's so weird that you made a song about Halo and this is quiz. I know. This is bizarre. Umbrella, Rihanna, and Bad Romance, Lady Gaga. Okay. So we've got Halo. So I'm going to do what we do back at school. Yeah. And I'm going to say because Beyonce's already been an answer, oh. they're not going to do it yes. as an That's answer fair. again. Yeah. Um, it's like when you do a multiple choice and you don't yeah. do too many C's or too many B's in this in a row. In a row I I query as well. Umbrella came out in like oh 
seven or six. Rihanna. So it's not as when Spotify wasn't around. Yes. Um, but also Rihanna is the highest grossing female artist of all time. So, but then that could also be from Fenty Beauty. Mm-hmm. Um, Bad Romance by Lady Gaga. I, I, Gaga. I think I, I would go with Gaga. I'm going to go with Gaga. Let's lock it in. Yep. Halo. Halo. Fuck. See, this is what some teachers do. This they is what they some put, teachers do. They plant do. these yeah. seeded questions but to. They make don't care about th- the actual answer. They're, they're just trying to trick you. Yeah. Yeah. Beyonce, Halo, one billion one hundred fifty-seven million eight hundred eighty-four thousand five hundred sixty-seven. Then, well I, done. That Sam. is the first Sam. time I've got the billion right. Yeah. <laughs> well done. Umbrella. You are good at maths. Yeah. <laughs> eight uh, eight hundred ninety-three million, and then Bad Romance, Lady Gaga, seven hundred fifty-one. So million. we missed that. That's well, obviously. That's right. uh, we are four of five. Which of these Seth Rogen movies mm-hmm. has the higher IMDb score? Ooh. Super bad. Yep. Knocked up. Forty-year-old mm-hmm. virgin. Okay. So IMDb is voted on by people. Yeah. Is that correct? I, I think so. I don't think it's industry. No, it's not industry. It's not like no. the Screen Actors Guild or anything. Nah. No. no. So by mm. the people, these are all going to be high. I reckon because yeah. they're funny. I think I've only seen Superbad. Can't speak for Knocked Up and the Forty Year Old Virgin. You've never seen Knocked Up. No. Did you like Superbad? I did. Yeah. I actually really enjoyed oh, it. Funny, funny, funny. Oh, I think it's Superbad. I also because it's the only one I've seen. <laughs> the only knock on Don't Forty Year Old Virgin up. is it's too long. Yeah, and I just reckon Superbad. It's just it was a, like a big part of that huge. generation. Huge. Yeah. It was like Jonah Hill's first big big day out I reckon yeah. yeah I think no not not knocked up at all super bad super bad is great yeah, super bad 7.6 knocked up 6.9 yeah. the 40 year old virgin 7.1 we are, hey, we are we are 5 of 6 well. 5 of 6 well okay, done do you like a quiz uh, yeah if I'm good at it like yeah, now if this was all yeah now I'm like I love it but as soon as I start losing in pub trivia I'm like I hate pub trivia yeah. I'm leaving oh. <laughs> just sore sorry bitch anyway <laughs> Sorry, bitch. That's not what it's called. Sore loser. <laughs> sore loser. <laughs> loser. And sorry, bitch. If and you a sorry, bitch. Uh, history, geography, science. Question seven. Yes. Is, is Melbourne or Auckland geographically further south? On the globe. Yeah. So yeah, if we so looked at it like yeah. that. Yeah. So look at it like that. Think. Have you been to New Zealand? I have. Uh, in a stopover. So no, I've been to the Gate Lounge. Where were you? Where, where were we flying do? to? That's a really good question. Be flying home from the states. Yes, we did we the, the exact same, same thing. Yes. When did you go? I went in 2011. No, no I didn't that's quite a while. Ago. Did you go to Broadway? A Broadway show? I went on a choir tour oh. and we toured. We did. Did we you went, fly Qantas? I we did fly. We hope so. Yeah, and when we're oh my god, when we're on Qantas flights, when the plane lands, they make us sing. I still call Australia no way. home. Yes, and everyone on the plane's like, "Fuck off!" I'm <laughs> sitting, and we're like, "Yay, Qantas!" I'm really ratting on like. Anyway, like it could be a Netflix series on that. Qu- Just like the cultiness of the Qantas ad. <laughs> the culti. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Melbourne or Auckland? Is New Zealand longer? No. Lo- 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 New Zealand's pretty like, long. Is it low. North or South Island? Auckland. That's Auckland. I south. think it's South. Is, is Auckland South? South tip? Island. South, oh, Island. Southern yeah. Tip. Oh, I'm going to go with Melbourne. Ooh. Melbourne's Ooh. bloody low. What are you? Reckon? I don't want to be the tiebreaker. Mm. No, you no, are. Because you're the guest. Fuck. In my brain, Auckland's longer. Therefore, what? it's south, it's oh. more southern. <laughs> it's going to be what Melbourne. Do you reckon? Well, I'm happy to go. We'll go. We'll go. We'll go. Auckland. It's Melbourne. Fuck! 
Sorry. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. I might fly to cities that never close down, but I know shit all about them. (laughs) I apologize. Okay. Which company, well, question eight. So we are six or Mm. no, five of seven. Mm -hmm. Which company was founded first? Mm -hmm. Amazon, Mm -hmm. Google, Mm -hmm. or Facebook? Now, I'm going to have process of elimination. Yeah. Facebook's out for mine. Yeah, yeah I, I believe agree. Amazon was earlier than them. I think Amazon was really early because it was, I believe it was originally a virtual post service. service. Yeah, right. And it's just Amazon, Amazon, not like Amazon. Nah, well, Amazon, Amazon, Amazon like Prime yeah. is Amazon, all yeah. branches of Amazon. Our man Jeff Bezos. So we're going out of Amazon or Google. <sighs> Google would have only been around when search. Engines. Engines. When was that? Like, oh three? No, that was earlier than that. I think. I I reckon Google was nineties. Late nineties. I'm going Amazon early nineties. Yeah. Okay. And I'm going to go with Amazon. And Amazon was more American, hey? Yeah. Yeah. And then it would sort of came over here. Everything else. So if we're about two years behind. Yeah. I I also think Amazon. Well done. Ninety four. Ninety four. That's the year we were born. (gasps) It is. What a great year. There you go. And now Internet Explorer's cocked it and it's gone. Has it really? Yep. Yeah, Internet Explorer's done. Gone. Yep. History, geography, and science. Question oh, nine. Christ. Six, six, we of, are six eight. of eight. Which oh. is the smallest planet within our solar system? Sam. I hate those Dalton questions. always stitches us up with, with the these solar system. questions. <laughs> the solar system. The solar system. Pluto? No. What's the one that's no longer a planet? Pluto? Is that, why is that? <laughs> What's the one that you learn about in school? How can all of a sudden not be a planet? Yeah. Wait. Well, okay. Well, Saturn's a big boy. Yeah, Saturn's Same with big. Mars. Saturn's big. Mars is pretty big. Pluto. Still, Pluto. still the query's Pluto? still out on if Pluto's a planet. No, Pluto's, Pluto's a planet. Pluto's a planet. What's Let's the one that is no longer a planet? I don't know. Well, maybe I just... Yeah. Had Samantha, really- you're asking the wrong yeah. people. <laughs> I think it'd be. I like where you're going. Uranus. Pluto. Uranus. Uranus? Is, I think Uranus is pretty big. Why is Pluto yours. in my head? Is a little <laughs> what tiny. What about Saturn? No, nah, Saturn's, Saturn's pretty big. beefy. Saturn's yeah. big. Saturn's got a ring. Yeah, Saturn, yeah, which would also make it bigger. Yeah, to come people are going to come for us on this. <laughs> Pluto, <laughs> I imagine, is like a tiny a little dog. pebble, like a yeah. dog, like Pluto the dog. Okay, let's yeah. go with Pluto. Ready? Go. Three, two. Mercury. Mercury. Fuck. Mercury's the smallest planet in our solar system, only slightly larger than the Earth. All the heroes out there will come at us Mercury, saying that. Mercury's the fastest planet in our solar system, travelling through space nearly 29 miles per second. Wow, wow. that's quick. How big is Earth? Don't, Don't ask, ask us. us. We, need to move <laughs> like no, we need to move on quickly <laughs> okay. before we look any stupid up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> This is this is a bit of PTSD for Josh. Yeah, the, okay, the, the okay, solar sorry. systems are. There's a reason why we're quickly moving. Okay, okay, no, that's okay. <laughs> question ten. Is bonus my, question. My turn to. Yeah, oh, you can do it. Bonus question. What yep. are your thoughts on bonus Hold question on. just being worth one question? He wants something. Um, six of nine. We are six of nine now, <sighs> Samantha. What are your thoughts on bonus questions being worth the same amount of points as any other question? Are there a few bonus questions? There's only one. Oh. Yeah, I want to do more questions. Okay. Oh, more. You'll get more questions after this. What okay. is the symbol that represents the star sign cancer? Oh, I'm gay. I should know this. <laughs> Queers should know their star what? signs. Yeah. I was just recently talking to someone and she was like, what's your chart? I was like, this is my chart. What's your chart? And she's like, this is my chart. And I was like, Christ. Is that like a queer thing? Yeah. To have gays are meant to be very 
like I've had people in clubs that I'm like flirting with be like, wait, what's Star Sony? Like straight oh. away when what? I meet them and I'm like, Really? Aries, and like I knew it. Yeah, it's like and yeah. will they if you and say that's pride and if they say like yeah. I'm Taurus what would what the oh, like, I don't know go away bitch oh yeah <laughs> I don't know much about Taurus I don't know enough no I'm that person that's like I'm like I fucking love star signs and then someone's like a Gemini and I'm like yeah exactly and like a Gemini no that's so you because you're a Gemini like, do you have any follow up statement I'm like no uh, but like that makes sense for you Cancer okay hold on Aries is a ram yes Pisces is the fish if you can do Cancer. My mum's a cancer. I should know this. You okay, well, it's a though. water. It's a water sign, so something watery. Because we just have to guess, right? Yeah, 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 better yeah. than not guessing. Yeah. yeah. It's not a wave. That's like gives me Aquarius vibes. Yeah, that's Aquarius. I'm telling you cancer, now. Cancer, 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 cancer. I'm no hope here. Like no help. So this is all you. Cancer, cancer. What are some like objects or things that we think of? Cancer. <laughs> I've got no Octopus? Idea. <laughs> Octopus. Why? Is it watery? Maybe it's like a... <laughs> Fish? Um, uh, uh, Libra is like the scales. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yep. Fuck, I know all of them except for... The one that we need to know. Cancer. Take a pot. Like a... No, it's not a... Okay, it's something... No, but it's not water. Oh, I, I would just be taking absolute stuff in dark. It. Like monstera plant. Um, uh, it's Pokemon. <laughs> a shark. I'm gonna go with like, oh, cancer, 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 cancer. like emotional. Gosh, this is what you want. Yeah, this, problem is really this is because she, she gives a shit. She cares. Yeah. She gives a shit. Like she cares. She's invested. Awesome. Like watery, emotional. It's not like a face because like Pisces, not Pisces, Gemini. Would you like faces. us to do anything to help you? Like. Get an answer. Maybe like it's absolutely not this, but we've just got to take a stab, don't we? We're taking a stab. In the Maybe dark. like a uh, something. Water or heart related. Okay. Water or heart related. Like a wave or like a love heart or like a... That's so not what it is. It's not a love heart. Actually, it's absolutely not a love heart. Let's go. No, you don't have to go with my shitty love heart response. you've got more of an idea than us. I would back octopus more than I would. Let's go with octopus. Let's go with octopus. An octopus underwater. Okay. What is it? It's a a crab! Fuck! You were close. close. You were so close. Well, you said octopus. You were close. No, because I went from from water. Because you said water, I said octopus. We didn't have the crustacean, so the crab. Notable cancers are Elon Musk, Tom Cruise, Selena Gomez, and Princess Di. Love. Beautiful. Well done. We 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 got six on on six of ten. Six of ten. Really happy with that. I, I am happy with I that. Feel great. I thought we do a lot worse. Um, oh there's one thing that Josh and I like to talk about on Bromby Lynch is that you're either a battery charger or you're a battery drainer. Yeah. And today you have sincerely charged our battery. Thank you. No, which I really appreciate it. It has been brilliant. Um, and you're welcome to come back any other time that you want. The way it's over and I'm sad, I'm like, can we do another quiz? Quick one. Can I ask a question? Josh. Yeah, it's your podcast. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's very true. Yes. Your favourite music. I'm, we're musical buffs. We love a musical. Love? So, what is, uh, like, will you be going to see Elvis? The, the movie? Yeah, yeah, I will. Yeah, what, yeah, yeah. What's your, fa- so, you know, gun yep. to your head. Yep. Fa- gun to your head right now. What's your favourite musical? Oh, Fucking hell. Um, this is like the Aries, the, what, the mm, cancer question. Yeah. My, f- oh. um, I love Stephen Sondheim and I love, like I love, I'm me not answering, just 
getting all my answers out of me. I love, I love, into, I love into the woods. I love um, company. I, why is that story so good? I look, I am, I know it's basic. I'm a wicked bitch through and through. And I know that it's like such a like mainstream musical, but uh, I saw that so many times with when I was young. And I had the wicked grimmery, like the book about the making of the musical Wicked. And I used to bring it to sustain uh, silent reading every day in high school. And they're like, loser. And I used to be like, literally shut up. I'm actually reading about like the process of Broadway and like making a wig for Wicked. So like leave me with my silent reading book. <laughs> I would say Wicked. And I used to sing the entire soundtrack upstairs in my bedroom and I'd play all the parts. That's funny. That's Josh funny. does the whole John um, Valjean soliloquy from like Les Mis. There you go. Yeah. And the random story, I don't know if this means anything, but the person who gave me the CD for this Wicked thing is now like an extremely successful songwriter in the US Incredible. and wrote the song, you know, The Middle? The one's like, take a seat, like right over there. Oh, the yes, like, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. And now yeah. it's like writing all of these. Sarah, if you, she will not be listening. She's too busy writing brilliant songs in well, the States. Well, she some brilliant she, You gave me that Wicked CD and I never gave it back. <laughs> I would say Wicked. You? What's yours? Uh, I, I loved like Lame Is. Oh, th- uh, see? Yeah. I love uh, Phantom of the Opera. Saw that in New York, which Beautiful. is great. Beautiful. Mm. I um, also saw that in New York. I loved Jersey Boys. Okay. Yeah, Jersey yeah. Boys was brilliant. Yeah. Not that you'd I'm, call that more like a... I'm jukebox musical. Yeah. yeah. I'm not a big jukebox musical fan. Okay. Yeah. But I, I can... No, no, no. I get <laughs> no, it. I just find it a bit <laughs> tricky when like the characters are like... You know, they like try and build these like storylines for these characters. Or like, for example, like Moulin Rouge. Uh. Not the Moulin Rouge slander on this podcast. No, I thought Moulin Rouge was great. But like, for example, just, okay, randomly. And we can totally delete this. But <laughs> in Moulin Rouge, like, you know, there's only meant to be this scene where this like character's like, oh, do I, don't I? Like, I don't know. Like, it's like meant to be like so emotionally charged. And then she like looks in the mirror and she's like. Have you ever felt like a plastic bag drifting through? And I was like, oh, I don't know if the emotional payoff is really worth it. Hey, I'm like, that's just a pop song. See, you – because I went to the Moulin Rouge earlier in the year. Yeah. And because I just left wanting a bit more. Yeah. I was like, usually when I've gone to a musical, I feel like – Charged up. Charged up. Like genuine battery charging. Like I'm out. I'm like chest Mm -hmm. out. I'm like – so happy. Yeah. This one, I'm like, mm, there was something missing. Yes. I think it was like visually spectacular. The cast were phenomenal. Yes. The dancing, the costumes, the glitz. It's a very like, I'll take my friend that doesn't like theatre to the theatre and yeah. they'll see this. Yeah. yeah. But I wasn't like, oh, I'm so moved by no. it. No. Whereas you have to see Hamilton. Oh, whilst I, it's I need here. to see that. It's yes. phenomenal. I went to opening night and it was Phenomenal. Okay. It's just so well written. Josh, on the book. Yeah. We're going to be going to Hamilton. Yeah. Got to go to Hamilton. Samantha, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. And I don't want it to end, but and it's what, ending. Well, what we do to finish, we yeah. just because we, we love each other. Yeah. But we also love our guests. Yeah. We do. So, Samantha, we love you. I love you guys. I love you. Let's go buy a country road bag. Yes. And swap the straps. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and oh, not, yeah. And not carry anything in them. And, not, and carry a single diary around. <laughs> no. Do they still exist? Country Road, you should yes. be sponsoring Josh this has episode. One. I've got one. Country Road, if you want to send some Country Road bags to yes. the studio yep. with we'll our names. We'll, we'll take them. Different yep. tags. Samantha. Different tags. Thank See you. you later. Goodbye. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to another Producey podcast. If you enjoyed the show, then it would be a massive help if you could like, follow, rate, subscribe, tap the bell, leave a review, or even share with your friends. 
If you want to get in touch to share feedback, suggestions, or to advertise with one of our podcasts, then email hello at producey.com. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you.